This is Yanshikwaya Radio, amplifying the voices of connected government and public innovation. Hi, I'm John Wells, uh, and I'm talking with Chris Sofer, Project Manager for the Knight Foundation in Miami, Florida. Chris is managing the Knight News Challenge for Open Government, being launched today, Tuesday 12th. Hi, Chris. Hi there. Chris, uh, for those unfamiliar with the Knight Foundation's long history of supporting news and uh, media-based innovation in the public sphere, tell us a little more about the work that the Foundation does. Sure. So the Foundation's legacy is, is, comes from two brothers who own newspapers all over the country, Jack and Jim Knight. And now we invest in projects that support journalism and media innovation, that uh, su- support engaged communities and help sort of foster the arts in those places. You've run a number of challenges over time. This year, the Foundation is running uh, a challenge around open government. Why open government? Sure. So the the news challenge is a, a this is the seventh year of the news challenge. It's a project we run focused on supporting sort of breakthrough innovation, things that help build the field and uh, projects that other people can learn from. And we went with open government because we were hearing a lot in out in the world that we're at a sort of a big moment of potential in the field. Uh, there's a lot of interesting experiments that have been built a lot of lessons that people have gained from trying to open data, trying to engage people in everything from uh, pothole reporting to writing legislation, what have you. And there's a lot of lessons learned, but still sort of a a long way to go in the process of trying to sort of improve the way people and and governments, uh, you know, talk to and and interact with each other. And so we, we saw a lot of potential in that space. And given that we have a relatively small amount of money, but, uh, you know, a, a pot of money to, to stand up interesting and innovative projects. It felt like a, a really good moment to try and support the great work that people are doing. So what would the Knight Foundation be hoping uh, might be achieved from a news challenge around open government this year? Yeah, so the news challenge is, is focused on supporting projects that have some sort of innovative approach or technology to them that other people can either build off of or learn from for future experiments. And so the the biggest wins that we've had over the past years of the news challenge have been projects like Document Cloud, which is a tool for journalists to manage their, their document records uh, that have sort of opened up a whole new space around tools for journalists or document management or whatever. And so one of the things we look for, are, you know, what are ideas in open government that can help build the field, can help explore new ideas, new approaches to trying to engage people in, in government or inform them about what's happening in their communities in a, in a new way. So that, that sort of innovative idea, that innovative approach or technology is, is, is one of the things we really look for. But broader than that, our, our hope is to accelerate the really good work that's already being done in open government and then also to try and expand the community of people who are working on those issues, who consider themselves sort of a part of the open gov movement and try and bring new people and new communities into that work so that it, it becomes a, a sort of more diverse and more user-focused kind of place. So, Chris, we're talking at the point where the Knight Foundation is going public with the inspiration phase, which is being launched. And with that comes a, uh, a platform for potential participants to um, to share ideas and contribute. Tell us a little about um, who can apply for this round. Who who are you hoping might participate in this inspiration phase? Sure. So the inspiration phase, which launched today at, at newschallenge.org, uh, is is focused on sort of sharing ideas and hopes and needs that everybody is seeing out in the world and. The reason we're starting with this phase is one of the things we hear a lot is 
there's there are a lot of needs sort of on the ground, a lot of opportunities on the ground in, in communities of all different types around open government that aren't necessarily always uh, reflected or served in the things that people are building in the tools or, or projects that people are starting. And so this phase is sort of an opportunity for folks of all types, either from you know, journalists or people working in government or people who are just residents of the community or people who are civic innovators on the ground in a particular place mm-hmm. to post the kind of things they're seeing in the world that are gaps or opportunities, success stories from existing projects uh, or even lessons from, you know, some other field that has nothing to do with open government but could inform our thinking. And so it's an opportunity to share all of that and sort of start the conversation about what are the kinds of things that should emerge as winning projects? What are the kinds of needs that we could address through this through this news challenge. So to answer your question, anybody can can uh, uh, submit an inspiration, and we hope that that folks do. And anybody who's interested in open government. So how would someone use the space? What might they expect? Is this is this where they effectively make an application for the night challenge? Applications will start one week from now on February nineteenth at nine a.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. That's when the news challenge will open for project entries. And so okay. that's the opportunity for folks who have open government projects they want to submit to us for the news challenge to come on newschallenge.org, submit the project. The application is really simple. There's actually only one question, which is one sentence, what is your project? And then we give you space to submit the rest of the information that you want to submit, hopefully some video or sketches or, mm-hmm. or you know wireframes, some visuals to help us. But uh, okay. we leave the rest of the application really up, up to you, and it's just a, a really straightforward thing. And that's open through March 18th. Okay, so on that, um, what kind of application typically uh, are you looking for? Are you looking? For, is this about apps? Is this about policy hacking? What kinds of initiatives uh, are you expecting will come through the challenge? Sure. So our, our definition of open government is is pretty broad, and it projects that you know people who are working in the space feel fit the open government theme. We would like to see those. But, you know, there are a couple of things that uh, really interest us and a, a couple of threads that I'll mention that kind of led us into this theme. And so one of those is about public information and public data. And how do you make that more relevant and useful to people, whether that's the general public or a particular community of people like senior citizens or, uh, you know, or, or, or college students mm-hmm. or whatever. But how do you make public information more relevant and useful is a big question and need that we've seen a lot of people are really excited about. So there could be a lot of projects around uh, data visualization around opening up and, and providing better access to government or public data mm-hmm. and helping people act on data, sort of saying, you know, how do you take the data you're looking at about your community or your school or your government and uh, sort of make your voice heard or contribute to some sort of new project or, or whatever. So data and, and public information are, uh, is a really big area that we're interested in. Uh, another one that is of big interest, we've heard a lot of energy around is trying to do sort of more work around getting people engaged with government processes. Mm -hmm. So, for example, in the previous news challenge in 2012, we invested in a company called Textizen, which came out of uh, Code for America. And they're focused on helping governments run surveys with people through text messages at the point in the real world when they're encountering a survey topic. So I'm waiting in line for the bus and the government is planning to potentially put in a new bus line they put up a poster that says, we're thinking about a new bus line. Let us know what you think. And they've had really interesting early success in their pilots getting people to uh, to, to submit to a survey like that because they're at that point when they're thinking about the service. And that's been really useful for the governments they piloted with. So that kind of that kind of topic around how do you help people 
uh, engage with government? How do you help government engage with citizens around getting information about what kind of things people want to see in their community? What kind of things could we build together? Uh, that engagement layer is also of big interest to us. Um, the final thing I'll mention is we've heard a lot of energy around uh, increasing the collaboration and cooperation between government and outside groups, um, civic innovators, uh, developers, designers, journalists. And so one of the things that, that we're really interested in is, uh, you know, what are projects that can help sort of accelerate that, that can help build sort of stronger relationships between those groups and create sort of more consistent collaboration? Because you'll have sort of single examples in a city of government and other people working together in a really productive way. But how do you make that more consistent? How do we create a, a sort of stronger, deeper field that reaches across communities in that way? Mm. And of course, uh, as a an organization with a, a media background and news background, you bring a particular dimension to these uh, to these issues. How does that color your thinking? What 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 kind of angles are you, are you looking for that might be a little different from other challenges that could be described quite similarly? Uh, but of course, you're 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 looking for something a little different, aren't you? There are a couple of pieces to that. One is that as a foundation and as a as a department, the news challenge, as its name implies, is one of the things we're really interested in is the future of journalism and media and public information. And so, one of the things that we're excited about in the open government space, which depending on what corner of you know this little weird universe you're in, you may not talk often. <laughs> of journalism and news organizations in this. And for example, you know, we see that a lot of journalism projects built on public and government data mm. are among the most successful in terms of engagement and revenue and all these things. And uh, just, I mean, one example I could name is the Texas Tribune, a nonprofit outlet in, in Texas that covers state politics and policy. Mm. This public explorer tool that they have built on totally open data about uh, the school system in Texas has been one of the most traffic things on their site, as has their public employee salary database and all these kinds of things. And so it, and it's powered a lot of the investigative and uh, journalism and, and political reporting work they've done. So there's some really cool opportunities for journalism inside open government that we hope people will tap into. And the other piece of it is, you know, our, our frame is not just sort of how do you make government, uh, government employees jobs easier? Or how do you sort of make government run more smoothly? It's also about how do you take those principles around data openness and transparency and so forth and turn those eventually into things that sort of return real world benefits to citizens in the community? How do you make the places they live more awesome? How do you you know create a sort of deeper sense of engagement and home for people? I think those are all sort of long term goals that come from open government when it's done well. And, and we're really interested in that as, a, as an organization. And it's great to be bringing the communication uh, aspect into the uh, open government. Uh, 2.0 space. So the inspiration phase is being launched. What would you hope people might bring into the space that's being made available? Um, how how might they uh, use it to help them develop ideas? Sure. So there are a couple of things happening in the inspiration phase that we hope people will do. Uh, one is, you know, we hope anybody listening, anybody interested in this field, will go on and add at least one, you know, two, three, however many uh, inspirations that help sort of share share with us what's uh, exciting to you, what you're thinking about around open government. Is there, you know, a, a particular site or project that you're really excited about that, um, you know, you want to share with people? Is there a particular need you've seen that nobody's addressing? Those kind of things. Uh, that helps us sort of shape the conversation. And it also will serve as a way for people who want to submit projects or have ideas to shape their ideas. And, you know, one of the things that, that happens in this contest in, in years past is people – 
have a really interesting idea and it's almost there, but not quite. And there's mm-hmm. a little thinking, a little more shaping they need to do. And so one of the things we're hoping the inspiration phase will do is help people get a sense of, okay, you know, somebody mentioned that here on the ground in, in Miami, uh, people are really interested in transit data that's delivered on their phone. So I'm going to try and add that into my application or something like that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we're not judging people's ideas based on whether they incorporate inspirations or not, but we do hope it helps inspire people to, you know, shape their, their ideas in, you know, whatever way they choose. So that's part one. And then, you know, I think part two is we're really hoping that the inspiration phase allows us to help make some new connections. So we see somebody on the ground with a really great tool or app and somebody somewhere else who might really benefit from that. And uh, we at Knight Foundation, as we see that on the platform, are going to try and call that out and help people connect with each other as, as best we can. So, Chris, uh, during this inspiration phase, uh, the ideas that people might contribute, they're public, they're open? Yep, everything on yep. the site is open. Yep. So it becomes an opportunity for people to um, cross-pollinate thinking, to share uh, ideas and to collaborate, yeah? It does, and, and the platform uh, is actually geared toward that. One of the things we're really excited about is the idea that people might get together and sort of talk about their ideas and build on them. And um, with a, a group of sort of trusted advisors, we are going to be all across the platform on, on every application, uh, trying to you know give feedback, trying to ask new questions about things that might not be you know described in full detail in the application, giving tips, uh, trying to make connections, and trying to create a sense that you know we're all working on the same problem set. And even though the contest is only going to select a, a relatively small percentage of projects as winners, we, you know, we want us to build that field and keep people in the network so that we can keep working together after the contest is closed. Now, of course, this is the first part of the process. Uh, as you said, applications start a, a, a week later. But I understand there will be some other support mechanisms, possibly some coaching and so forth. Can you give us a sneak preview of any of the other support mechanisms that the Knight Foundation will provide during the, the challenge? I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up, actually. It's, it's something we're really focused on, and, and last year was, was a big learning year and a, a big focus for us on this. So uh, the projects that win the news challenge, we try to focus on what we call in uh, horrible foundation speak, non-monetary work. <laughs> but that's basically the idea that you know we're, we're helping with all the sort of things you might need in the process of setting up your project. So for some people, that's, you know, they need help defining their brand and their marketing and, and sort of how do they talk about the thing they're doing to the right people. And then for a whole other group of people, it's about back office stuff. You know, if I'm setting up a business for the first time, how do I do the accounting and the hiring and who do I look for? And, you know, how do I do that, that whole process? And then for other folks, it's about uh, the technology aspects of it. It's about, you know, human centered design training and, and, uh, you know, agile development principles and how do you build the technology in a, in a, in a smart way. And so it varies by project, but one of the things we're really attentive to is, you know, if you get a grant from us, if you get an investment from us, we do a full assessment of that. Like, how can we help in addition to the, the check we're writing? And uh, we're, we're really excited about that because I think it, it has the potential to be uh, to be really helpful to the people who are doing good work. Chris, let me ask a, uh, a final question. Uh, applicants for this news challenge, uh, as a U.S.-based foundation, are you taking applicants only from within the U.S. or North America, or is it from around the world? We're taking applications from everybody. So people in the U.S., people abroad people working in governments. And one of the questions we get a lot is, can an actual government apply? And the answer is yes. So we're taking applications from everywhere. Basically, anybody can apply. And, you know, there are details about the funding that, uh, you know, depend on who you are and where you are. But we worked with that down the road. Right now, what we're really interested in is, you know, what's your idea and how does it relate to this? And we want to get the best ideas funded. So anybody can apply. 
so it's really about getting something uh, new and different done. It is, and uh, we, you know, in, in every facet of that. So, Chris, this is being launched today. Where can people get more information? Well, people can get information in two ways. One is at newschallenge.org, and the other is, uh, unfortunately, we are all over email and all over Twitter. Um, I am best reached on Twitter at CKSofer and uh, by email at sofer at nightfoundation.org. Happy to talk with people that way. And at newschallenge.org, we're all super visible on there and, and happy to talk with people online, offline, public, private. Uh, you know, want to want to connect with anybody who's interested in this space and really excited to do so. Okay, we've been talking with Chris Sofer, uh, Project Manager for the Night News Challenge on Open Government. Uh, Chris, thanks for joining us. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for having me. So stay tuned for more special episodes coming up soon on the Foundation's Open Government Challenge. Of course, for links, social channels and more about this episode, go to gov20radio.com. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now.